So, Zerashimshoin, here we go. The Medrash says that Vihine Hashem needs of Olov. Rabbanan Amri Kashem. Shenafshi Tzama Just like my nefesh is Tzama, is thirsty to be with Hashem. Tzama Lucha Nafshi. Kach. Same goes for Ramachi Vorim. All my. 248 limbs where where in a dry land therefore I see with Kedusha so this is how the Medrash sees the Vihine Hashem needs of Olav. And uh, the ultimate question is, what does the Medrash exactly want to explain to us? What does the Medrash want to show us that we should understand and we should know where is this Medrash heading? So, he says his following. He said that what does Vihine Hashem needs of Olav? What does that mean? Yeah. He says when it says Tsamalakhanafshi, when it says Tsamalakhanafshi that my heart desires you. Yeah. It it means the Nefesh, the Nishama the neshama is coming from a chelik eloikamimal, memela. Therefore, tzamal chonafshi. But the body, the ramachi vorim, that they're the the body that's going to go into the caver. Yeah, what inyan do they have to use the terminology that they have a thirst for the rabbi nishaloyim? It's sort of. Uh, doesn't really make sense. Then, more than that, what is the Be'eretz Tziya V'oyef Belimoyim? What is he talking about in a land of thirst, a dry land that has absolutely no water? What does he mean with that? What, what is he talking about there? And Kein Ba'koydesh Chazisicha to see the Pamalya Shilmala, what does he want? So, the Teretz is, basically, it's known in Chazal that a person that is not married is reckoned as half of a body, a plagufa. So, Yaakov Avinu at this point was not married. So he's missing something. And if so, it says, Ashari Beloy Isha, Shari Beloy Simcha, and it's sort of like the Shekhinah is not with him. And the, the question now is, on the Vihine Hashem Nitzavalov, why in the world? Yeah, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealing himself to Yaakov Avinu 
at this point. It shouldn't be that way. Because there's a problem over here. He's not married. He, he, he's, he's, he's chaser. So how, how should that, how does that work? How does that work? That someone who's a chaser, a, a chaser that someone who's a chaser, yeah, would, uh, would be able to grow to, 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 to something like that. It doesn't make sense. Therefore, we have to say that Vihine Hashem Nitzavolov, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu came to reveal himself upon Yaakov Avinu, is coming to tell us here a tremendous Chiddush. That though Yaakov was not married, and though Yaakov was below Isha, uh, still there was sort of a, a bracha by him in some way. And that's that. Again, it's it, it, it's it's an interesting insight. It's not a, a regular smooth thing. We, we, we don't understand this very simply. We have to understand that this is not a given that once HaKadosh Baruch Hu said that Hashari B'loi Isha is Shali B'loi Bracha and all of a sudden now the Rebbein Shalom is revealing himself to him and uh uh, saying howdy. <laughs> Excuse the, the blunt lotion. Though he's a plagufa. So that's what he's saying. Hashem Hirgish, how could it be that Hashem Yenitzavalov if he's not married? He's a chaser. He's not a sholem. And the Shechina can't be with him. The Teretz is Tzamalachanafshi. His own nefesh had a cheshik to connect to Hashem. And therefore, through that, he was called a Sholem, even though that he wasn't married. Just like Ben-Azai. He said, what should I do? I really, I know that there's a mitzvah to get married. I'm not, I'm not denying that mitzvah. But that being said, that there's a mitzvah to get married, nafshi choshka batayra. My life desires to learn. I want to be in, in, in a Holoshel Torah. I don't want to be anyplace else. I don't want to do anything else. This is what I want to do. Call you Mechayai. And th- this is where I put myself. This is the way I want to design. Okay, so there's a Machlaikis talk about Ben Azai. Did he get married? Did he not get married? It's not simple. There's a Gemara Subas is Mashma that actually there was a point that he was married to the daughter of Akiva. And uh, there's a Svaris there about uh, how that marriage uh, took place or sort of. Uh, I don't have the perfect words to explain the, the, the terminology that is going on there about some type of a Ruach that uh, he was, it was the the ruach of Ben Azai was able to be with Rabbi Kiva's daughter, and that maintained the marriage, whatever that means. But uh, that's what is said. That's what is said, and 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 uh, again, you know, as I state, and we have to, you know, all what we could do is 
try to understand it, uh, you know, try our best to understand this. So that's that. Now, therefore he's going on, it's not only Tzamo Nafshi that the Tzamo Nafshi was from that Nafshi Choshka on its own. That this is something that is coming only that my neshama, which is a chelikelikami mal, that is what wants to connect with the rabbi neshloilam. No, there's a gemara in kedushin. What's bigger, gadol talmud that brings lidei ma'isa or ma'isa gadol because that's what the rabbi neshloilam wants us to do. And there's a chiluk between the way Rashi explains this concept in Baba Kama and how Rashi explains the concept in Kedushin. And Rabbi Choy Goyen says like this, for sure for someone to learn for himself, so learning for yourself is greater than Misa, because the only way you'll be able to come to be Mekayim Misa is if you learn. If you don't learn, you'll never know how to be Mekayim Misa. It's not something, you know, where, where will you know what to do and how to do? There's nothing out there that you could say, oh, you know, uh, yeah, I guess I'll be able to, uh, without learning uh, Shulchan Aruch, without learning, uh, I- 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 I'll-, I'll be able to-, 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 to get along, as is. And that's it. It's good enough for me. I, I-, I don't be'etzim need to-, to learn more than that. And he says, no. You won't be able to do, there's no one single Misa of Halacha in any way that you would be able to do the way it's supposed to be done if you do not learn. So therefore, the learning of a personal person is way stronger than the Misa that he's doing. But, when it comes to others, when it comes to others, of course, Misa is to, to make people do Misim, that's that. So Yaakov was now 14 years in the base medrash of Shem Ve'ever, and he went there to learn Torah, to be mashlim all the limud that he needs for the ticking of his neshama, whatever that means. And he fulfilled that in such a way that not only was he metakin his neshama, but he was able to get to such a level that he was metakin his body too that even his body had this tremendous drawing towards the Rabbi Nishleilam to be close and to uh, want to serve Hashem with all what he has and, and with all what he got. And this is something that is taka, something very special. It's not something that, uh, you know, we, we, we can understand it on a simple matzah. It's something that is very deep that his, he was able to bring it, that even his body. And the reason was, because in all those 14 years, he never went to sleep in the bed. Of course he slept, but he slept only when he fell apart. He, he you know, when he couldn't, uh, uh, that was it. He, he, he gave it all what he got. And that, then when he fell apart, he uh, that's it. That's when he went to bed. Therefore, this caused him to be at such a, mice, a matzav 
it brought him to be at such a massive that everything of his just wanted to be close to Hashem in any minute, in any way, and, 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 and absorb whatever there is to absorb from Hashem. And, and, and that was something very special that doesn't happen all the time to anyone. You got to be very, very special for that to happen. And from there now that he finished, so now it's time to be Mekayim. He did the Limud, and now it's time to come and do the Maisa. It was Maisa time now. Now it's time to be Mekayim. Everything what you learned to show that it wasn't something that it was just talk. It wasn't Gehakt and Chinik. But it means, yeah, I have to be Lishmar Velasis. Okay. And that's what he's saying, that he afterwards he was Eretz Tzia, he was in the land of thirst, because Ein Mayim Elotayra, and he was a shepherd all of a sudden. And that's that. So what did he have? He needed to daven. That's why Vihine Hashem Nitzav Olav in order at this moment now, he could take his time to daven to Hashem and to explain to him what he's afraid of, what might happen now, because he's going to be in sort of this no man's land, and he's not going to have anything that can maintain him in a way that he knows that his connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is, is going to stay on. Is that going to be or is that gone forever? And this was his, his, actually, this was bothering him because he did not know if Taka, this is going to stay on. And that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu came to him. Uh, again, we say that uh, he was worried, can it be that I passed through the place where where, where, where my my uh, my forefathers daven, that I didn't daven. So, yeah, the Rabbi Yislam is now giving him the opportunity to take take your time now and daven, yeah, in order that you should be able to have whatever you will need for the next couple of years until you're able to go home again and live a life of Torah in Eretz Yisrael the way it's supposed to be. So that was the challenging moment. So Yaakov bothered him that he's going that so he went and Mistami had in mind that he's going to have to daven but he just didn't he passed the place and then went away and once you pass the place and you go away that's a problem that's where the problem starts and uh, the Rebbein said if he doesn't want to daven I'm not withholding him and Yaakov all of a sudden said, can it be that I passed Taka the place where his palu avoisai and didn't stop? And he went back. And Taka, because of that, he went back because he felt that he made a mistake. And since uh, it could be that he made a mistake, he's going back to the Mokim Shis palu avoisav. And that's that. So that means, Once Yaakov Avinu took upon himself to do what he was supposed to do, as he was supposed to do, he remembered, I'm supposed to daven. Oh, so the Rabbi Shem put him to sleep, 
in order that he should be able to see this vision, in order that he should be able to understand what he needs to do from this moment on. Just a moment. And that was that. So the first thing he did was to daven in a special place where all the tefillahs get accepted, and that's that. So, when you daven in a place that the Shekhinah never left, of course, you're, 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 you're getting something that nobody else has, because there is the acceptance. That's the Mokim Shekhinah. And that's why the Medrash says, Liroi Suscha the Pamalya Shomalo. And as it says that right away, he saw Malachi Elikim Oilim V'yordim Boy. He actually was able to see that because he understood that I, I, I got to stop over here because this is the place where a person is supposed to daven. This is the place where a person needs to be, and that's that. Okay, so he stops, and he davens there, and says... The Gemara in Sanhedrin that Rabbi Yechonon says, "Lo elom yivakesh adam rachmim, she she yihi you akoyl meamtsim koychoi veal yiru lo itzarim ilamalo." That a person always has to daven that he will have enough strength that people won't try to hurt him or harm him in any way. Now, since he's going to the lion's den to the base, Lavanar Ami, that for sure is going to want to harm him some way or the other, because he's Mamish Tzatzkala. Therefore, he taka needs to stop to Davin in the place where for sure the Tfilis will be miskabel. And that's why the Rebbein Shalom came, Hashem of Olav, and he sees here that Taka might feel it was miskabel because the Malachi Hashem are oil in the yard, and Hashem is needs of Olai. And that's that. And therefore, he understood that he will be guarded. Says the Mosh, the Medrash, Amar Abavo, Moshe Leben Melochim, Shayoshin al Gabi Arisa. There was a prince who was sleeping on his bed. Vayuzvuvim Shaykhanalov. A whole time there were a bunch of flies. Came in Shabbat Menikasai. Once the woman who is about to nurse this little prince, yeah, she comes. Shacha Olav. She hovers over him. Menikasai. Ubarchumay Olav. And all the flies ran away. Says the same thing with Yaakov. Yaakov is the prince. And Akadish Baruch, who is the one that is nurturing Yaakov Avinu. And the zvuvim, those flies that are going to stare him, it was Esav, it was Eliphaz, it's going to be Lavan, it's going to be Shechem and Hamar, it's going to be Esav again, it's going to be going down to Mitzrayim, it's going to be a lot. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes and reveals himself, I am going to guard you over the whole trip. There's not going to be a moment that you shall be unguarded and you can feel uh, that I, oh, oh, I don't know if I'm safe. 
I don't know if I'm safe now. Maybe I'm not safe enough. Maybe uh, something else should happen. And here he's saying, no, I'm going to be safe. You're going to be safe because I am going to take care of you. And that's that. And that's what he's saying. No matter what is going to happen, even if it's going to be the Sari Shalesav, even him that is a Malach Shalmala, and he's going to come down and try to harm you, you should remember that And there are other Malachim that are going to be Oilim V'yardim. And it says in the Medrash that the Malachim that he saw, they all resembled him. And those were Malachim that he created from those years that he was sitting in the base Medrash and learning Torah before he went to Chara. And it says that some of the Malachim were even jealous because they were upset. Why are there those Malachim that they have the image of Yaakov Avinu? And the others not. What's this? Why is there favoritism? Yeah, nobody should suffer from favoritism. And the Rabbi Yisrael said, no. He is the one that will be able to stand up for my name and to do what needs to be done in order to create a Klal Yisrael. I mean, if, if we focus for just a half a second, what would any normal person do at the moment that he feels that he was tricked. He would say, you know what, I'm out of here. He would have tossed Leia out of the house. He said, how dare you? Where in the world did you get the audacity to trick me? Okay, your father wants to trick me, your father wants to trick me. But when we got home, you should have said, hello, I'm not Rachel, I'm Leia. My father tricked you. And she didn't say a word. And understanding the next morning that, yeah, this was Hashem's plan. And I have an ushmarticha b'chol This is part of the shmir that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is guarding Yaakov Avinu. And he didn't throw her out. Because, yes, there needs taka to be. There needs to be a Ruvain and a Shimon and a Levi. If not Levi, we won't have Koyhanim. If there won't be a Yehuda, there won't be David HaMelech, there won't be Melech HaMashiach. Everything has to be. Everything is in part. And that's that. And this is exactly when Am Yisrael came to Har Sinai. Not everybody who was there, Taka, was a Ben Noyach in the way that they were connected to Avram Avinu who came out of the furnace in order not to worship Avodah And there were those that, which meant in order to be called that one, you had to be a Ben Avram and a Yitzchak and a Yaakov because only they would be those that will stand up to die for a Kiddush Hashem. And that's that. And therefore, it says, that Yaakov redeemed Avram, meaning the Rabbi Yisrael saw Yaakov Avinu coming out, 
He said, yeah, he is going to be the one that will control and will create an Am Yisrael. And Yaakov is the one that that's what he said. When Lavan comes to him and says, after a month's working, what do you want for pay? He says, you think I want money? I don't need money. I came to be making Kla Yisrael. I need your daughter because I have to have 12 children in order to go. Because we're built off a zeh. Ein zeh. 12. Kim kim. And this 12 is Shara Shemai. When we're going to have the 12 Shvatim, that's when we're going to be able to reach the peak, the highest, and the best. And that's why the muscle was the prince on the bed with the lady that is coming to nurse that we should know that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu came all those things that were in the background ran away and that answers all the questions from the beginning because it was, not only was his neshama tzamalcha his whole body was tzama and he needed taka the whole pamalya shomala in order for him to be able to create a Klal Yisrael and a 12 Shvatim. And that's why the Medrash says, Yeah, Hine Hashem Nitzav Olav, because he's about to go to Eretz Tziyah He's going into Padaram, Taram Naraim, where there's nothing there. And there he has to establish a Klal Yisrael. So he had to be for himself first, Godel Limud. And then, for the others, he did the Maisa, showing the way and paving the way how you create a Klal Yisrael and you create a Klal Yisrael with tolerance or as Rav Steinman Zatzal would say with being mevater yeah he didn't he didn't think for one moment to toss out Leah he said if this is what the way the Rebbe designed it she's staying on and from there Klal Yisrael was built and connected to Hashem and when everybody will understand that that's how you build the Klal Yisrael. When we're able to be Mevater, not stand on ceremonies, then we will go back to Ein Zekim Beis Elikim and Zeshar Shemaim, and all our Tfilis will be miscabled by the Rebbein Shleilam, and anyone who needs the Yeshua in any way, the Rebbein Shleilam will send it to him straightforward right away. Bracha v'atzlocha, have a great Shabbos, Kol Tov.